know I always do that voice, but and I always say no. Really? Yeah, they should get used to it. Oh, I mean, welcome. Tenth episode. Today is actually, we're just going to flow. If you came for a lecture, then go back. It's not happening. Yeah. We had uni today already, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Saturday. Oh. Oh, yesterday. <laughs> we had uni yesterday, so it's the weekend. Take a, take a break. Yeah, exactly. Take a break. Mm-hmm. Just listen to us. We're going to just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Actually, on our Instagram pages, we asked you guys what you wanted to hear today. Since we record our conversations kind of like a week prior, a week and a half actually prior, we're just going to share some testimonies mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then whatever flows from that flows from that. Lovely. But I hope you guys still enjoy it. I mean, it's still going to be good. Please. I mean, I mean <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> it's me and Astrid. Like, <laughs> what else could you want? <laughs> joking and god like yeah of course it. holy spirit amen amen so let's just begin how are you actually how, how are you? am i good question good question yeah i'm actually really good you know um god's really been teaching me a lot this season i think this season has been amazing and what i mean by season i'd say my season started from like january like the new year mm. this is how long my season is maybe i'm going into a new season oh maybe not share with us but um yeah i will share i think like yeah life has been good recently life has been good i think what i can even testify to to even include testimonies into my how am i oh, first question, yes. <laughs> yeah i think i would say um i'm really good because i can see god moving in everyone around me and mm-hmm. even just in me so i think that has been pushing me so much so like i'm really good because it's like my eyes are just seeing goodness and even though like the world <laughs> the lockdown um uni everything's a mess everything's kind of stressful mm-hmm. everything's changing i think the mess of that is actually showing me that it must be god because it's like everything around me is a mess everything like not one thing is standing still not one thing besides god he is the pillar and the only thing that is constantly no the only thing that is constant wow. and um i think that's shown me how because everything's changing everything's moving everything's altering itself or whether it's in my family and my friends in uni in my even just my life I think that has given me faith to who God is and to just know that he is moving mm-hmm. because I know there's going to be something that happens at the end of all of this in each situation that will clarify as to who God is because mm-hmm. when there's a mess it means there's a shift and it means something's changing and like I always think of it as um, God like re defining things and reconstructing things Mm -hmm. so if there was a mess it means something needed to be destroyed something needed to be removed from the foundation it's like building a a building (laughs) building a building but yeah it's like building a building like you have to if you want to remove the building you have to go from the bottom Mm -hmm. and just knock it all down i mean and completely destroy it so that's what i would say my life looks like right now everything is being taken down or almost reshaped you know um innovations and stuff like that but because of that i can see that god is building something and that at the end of the day it's going to be a strong tower it's going to be something that is beautiful to look at it's going to be new i keep on thinking about the verse in isaiah that just says a new thing is coming um i'm beginning a new thing and i think that's this season right now for me definitely to answer the question how am i i would say i'm amazing because of that reason but yeah let's go to you and just ask you you know how are you? Wow, okay, I love that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. This whole foundation thing that you said, that you mentioned, 
beautiful and I think that is so true and I can see it in your life as well mm. like you're really being very intentional with everything that you're doing with the tiniest detail of your life you're very intentional with it and you're like okay yeah if this is wrong in me God take that out quick mm. like quickly so I even just want to say well done Aww. I love that for you like you're doing so well and God is doing so much and as you mentioned like you stay still because of because of how God is mm-hmm. even though everything around you may be feeling shaky mm-hmm. maybe feeling windy just like the wind outside <laughs> if you can hear it if you can hear it it's mad <laughs> but yeah so well done and yeah. God is good as always God like. bless you sis but to answer the question how am I doing I'm doing good as well man I'm doing very good and also I'm going to speak about my first testimony as well in my answer mm-hmm. because I feel like I just can't not mention it so a few weeks ago I got baptized Woo! <laughs> oh gosh it was amazing the thing for me was when I first found out about baptisms that was like let's say a year and a bit ago and then in print, Leicester was doing baptisms um, last March. And then the panini came. <laughs> so yeah, that's a bit mad. If you guys want to hear my testimony, it's on um, Imprint TV YouTube channel. I kind of briefly mentioned that where, you know, last year I was supposed to get baptised and then that didn't happen. Like I literally had attended my first baptism class and mm. then uh, Pastor ST was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not that this is happening now, in it, and I was like, okay, cool, <laughs> see ya. And I kind of forgot about it, and I just pushed it to the side because the pandemic really was just pandemicking. Like then I, I kind of forgot about it. I got, I got lost in the source. Obviously, the you know pandemic, like three lockdown three Like my mental health was just not doing its thing. Um, and obviously that's no one's fault but mine. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> and the devils. Um, <laughs> We don't like you, by the way. For real, though. Why are you here? Who? Who invited you? Anyways. So, yeah, obviously I had a a bit of a shaky, shaky something. (laughs) And uh, it's funny how you mentioned foundations because that's even, like, I remember our conversation so clearly after, you know, I came out of the dumps. And I was like, yeah, like, I really suffered. And you were like, yeah, but you know what? This is good. Like, you're building a new foundation now. That conversation, not gonna lie to you, like it changed me. Like I, I, it changed my perspective. Let me say that in it. It really changed the way that I saw coming back from something that really broke me. I saw that. I saw it now in a positive way after you said that. Wow. Before I was more ashamed. Like damn, God, I really let you down. Mm. You know, like I really was a chance to you for a long time, mm. and I was doing this and this. It was really sinning, sinning. Like, it wasn't just normal. Do you know what I mean? I know there's no hierarchy of sin, <laughs> but I really felt like I was doing the most. So after that conversation, when you were like, yeah, listen, now you can really rebuild a, a, a new foundation that is better than your last, because clearly your last one was unstable. Mm-hmm. You know that verse where it talks about, like, build a house on rock rather than sand, so yeah. when the storms and the winds come, like, you'll be yeah. calm, innit? So um, that that's what it reminds me of, like, literally rebuilding that foundation. So when I got finally baptised over a week, that's the kind of thing that I was thinking about the most. Mm. So the feeling itself, I'm going to just describe as beautiful. Like mm. even um, the few days before the baptism, like it was just beautiful the way God was talking to me. I wouldn't say anything that's supernatural, but it's like I, I did see a lot of light. That's mm. one thing that I could see throughout that whole like, baptism week and weekend. But one thing that a lot of people ask me after the baptism is like, oh, how did you feel? How are you mm. feeling? How did you find it? And it wasn't when Nella came here. I was actually like, 
I don't feel any different. Mm. Like you can really tell I definitely needed it mm. and I'm very glad I done it and it's not like I regret anything. Mm. I'm very happy. Mm. But it's just like after a baptism, a, a lot of us can put a lot of expectations on us. Mm. And then when we don't succeed or where we when where we fall down, we put a lot of like shame on us. Mm. And I think that's something that I really didn't want to do. Mm. I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm I'm like I'm so new and I'm so mm. yeah, I'm never falling, I'm mm. never doing anything bad, I'm never mm. gonna be negative, mm. I'm never gonna be sinning. Mm. Um, do you know what I mean? Mm. I was just like saying thinking like that, like, nah, that can't be my mindset. The mm. same thing with like news resolutions. It's like, okay, cool. I'm going to set this and this resolution. Some of us are too harsh on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're like, yeah, I'm going to go gym every day. Mm. I'm never going to eat a sweet in my life. Shush, mm. what are you doing? That's not realistic, fam. And that's not something God wants for us anyway. It's actually all about the heart. Yeah. He sees my heart. He sees, yeah, I needed that baptism. I am new in Christ. Amen mm. to that. Mm. Now I'm born again. But it's like, he's not rushing me to do all these things. Yeah. Like into, oh yeah, now Natalia is the time to... Mm -hmm. It is, it actually is, but it's like he's not... He doesn't say it in a harsh way like some, some of us can think, do you know what I mean? Some of us can actually mislead ourselves into thinking that way and then putting shame on us and then we're back at minus one. one. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Square one. And that's something that I'm really trying to be wary of. Like, I'm not trying to fall down that pit again, man. Mm -hmm. And as much as it was the devil, like it was me as well. I didn't help myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask for help. I mean, I was just laying there, dead, fam. <laughs> oh, yikes. We don't she talk said dead. <laughs> she said dead. Oh, gosh. Yeah, oh. we didn't talk about that time again, which is, um, yeah, thank God for allowing me to even share this on a podcast. So to speak about how I am, I'm good, man. I've been, like, reflecting, which is not like me. Mm. I don't reflect a lot. Mm. Even my journal has been picked up more than it has in a long time. Wow. I've been writing a lot of of my thoughts down like if I ever feel like fear setting in I'm like yeah time to write mm -hmm. <laughs> time to it's like not manifest anything but it's like time to assert myself in, into who God has called me to be Amen. like who I am in Christ like Amen. it's just like okay you write down this verse mm -hmm. I wrote down I think it was yesterday nothing is impossible with God mm -hmm. and I was like yeah that's it's in the bible bro <laughs> Amen. Why do you think it's in the Why do you think it's in the words? Because mm. it's true. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna live by that, Love and that. it's a good reminder. But yeah, I'm good, man. I'm very good. I relate to you a lot about like uni and thinking about graduate jobs mm. or not thinking, mm -hmm. <laughs> thinking about launching businesses and all these different things. Yeah, they're just whirling. It's like a big storm. Mm. But Jesus slept on the boat. When the storm was around him. So me, I'm trying to be like that, yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah, for real. No, I love that. Wow. Wow, thank you so much for even just starting. I'll be encouraging words you said to me firstly. And then to go into, that's a large, large testimony. That's not anything <laughs> small, guys. Because even me being part of your life and watching you go through whatever last year was, like going through that, you're strong. Like there was so much strength in that. And yeah, it was hard at times. And yeah, you didn't help yourself at times. But even seeing the way you came you came out from that position and speaking humbly about it and not 
kind of blaming it on anything else but just knowing what you did or what you didn't do or what anything at all you were very humble very ready to like yeah this needs to change and yeah it doesn't even matter the time or anything but I just know as someone being part of your life it was it was growth like everything I saw for me it was just a waiting game I was never I I told you this I was never worried I was never like oh um like let me let me do something or let me like fight you or let me pressure you to do something or let me jump on your neck or anything but I had the faith to know that you know you you did you were grounded um and not to say that you your foundation was built on something false but maybe there was something missing I think that's what I would say because you were grounded enough to come back it's someone that isn't grounded it's very very hard to come back you came back quite easily in my eyes but obviously in your situation it probably looks different um it probably feels harder and it probably felt hard but for me looking from outside I could see like yeah she's coming back it's just about time you know so it's all good and I love the fact that you were even able to share that glory be to God um glory be to God but yeah there's so much strength and even even with the baptism the fact that you shared how it was beautiful and how you saw light it's the same way Jesus when he was baptized he also saw light coming back up and that's beautiful to know because watching you get baptized even me i said i saw the light as well (laughs) i saw a dove flying in the sky because it was so beautiful to see you could just see joy in you you could Mm -hmm. see this this um yearning to be baptized this yearning to be cleansed and to be made new and i like how you said like oh yeah and be careful of these expectations we put on ourselves. Be careful of these things that we put on ourselves for after the baptism. It is supernatural, but like you said, it's mostly within. We're not going to see much. And if you can't see much, ask God to reveal what it is. <laughs> but ask him to show you what he's doing in your life. And maybe you may feel a bit disappointed in some ways. But I feel like also to just respond to you, I think there's a balance with those kind of things, even with New Year's resolutions as you mentioned and with all of these kind of things I don't think it's even bad to say oh yeah I don't want to eat sweets ever again or I don't want to do this and then in terms of baptism um, I'm going to be completely new I'm going to never do this again I don't think it's bad to say that but I think yeah the expectation of it is bad Mm -hmm. where to say it that's beautiful because your heart is like yeah I'm I'm expecting this of me because I know who I'm made to be Mm -hmm. you're saying that because you're made in the image of Christ Christ does not do these things therefore it's a good thing to have that passion you're aiming to be like Jesus you have that love you have that um, desire to be greater that's beautiful however yeah I like how you said it's dangerous where the balance is where when you slip up you now condemn yourself you now shame yourself you now put yourself in a hole in a trap and say oh look at what I did Lord sorry but in actual fact I think having that vision might push you because that vision makes you know that this still is for you you know and sometimes it's hard because with new year's resolutions if i was to say oh i want to go gym once a week Mm -hmm. and i start doing that now i'm not going to push harder Mm -hmm. maybe i will if i'm smart enough but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like you won't raise that vision because now you've completed your goal so sometimes having a larger vision of being like i'm gonna be new in christ i'm gonna have i'm not gonna sin but obviously when you say i'm not gonna sin that'd be that one's that one I don't even think we do don't even say that one (laughs) that one don't even say the rest like other things like smaller things you know um I believe that it's good to have that mindset but when you say that 
understand how you're supposed to say it, understand how you're going to put it over yourself and how you're going to react to it when you fall. If you have that understanding, I think all it is quite safe to speak like that. But yeah, to just even like respond to what you were saying, I think it was beautiful to see you being baptised. Just watching your journey has been amazing absolutely beautiful and i'm i don't know if you will let me just annoy you for a quick second but um i want to ask you a question actually just touching on that and seeing as we're flowing you know like mm. the waves we're still flowing guys but like those waves yes i want to ask you a quick question so um you said that you hit a place that maybe your foundations were being changed or you know things were happening your mental health wasn't the best and maybe you were sinning to the extent that you said whatever extent it was but yeah you were sinning and you were distant from the Lord could you touch on that just a little bit more and just kind of explain how it felt kind of going through that or how it felt coming out of that I can tell you're nervous (laughs) you really didn't want to ask me yeah (laughs) um yeah wow it feels like an interview I'm not professional, and this is not going to be a lecture again. Nah, yeah, of course, I can share. Definitely, I can share. Because if anything is, like, spirit-led, I'm, I'm there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, no, I'm keeping that to myself. <laughs> Amen. I think um, sharing these things is what brings us closer together as a church. I think these things, uh, mental health issues, are not spoken a lot um, in the church. Definitely not enough. Um, and even just, yeah, not in our communities. And as a young generation... I think we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing better. Mm-hmm. But I think there's still a lot to uncover. I think there's a lot um, to a lot of work to do. But we are lucky to, you know, have a good community around us where a lot of people are quite transparent. Um, so it's only our job to to keep that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on that note, I'm going to be very transparent with you guys, and whatever comes to mind is just yeah, what I'm going to say. So your question was, how did it feel going through it? I think it felt like it felt good. But there was a small voice in the back of my mind saying, this is not good. Mm. I was really doing a lot of worldly things. That includes, like, swearing a lot. That includes listening to bare secular music. Secular music, that's a whole other topic, mm. another podcast episode. But for me, it's like, you know when you have a, a the norm? Mm. My going through it was literally opposite that. Mm. So it was like me swearing, me not talking to people, me being very envious of others that are doing fine, that are feeling okay. What else? I was struggling a lot with like, not sexuality, but I was struggling a lot with like pornography, with sexual images, with um, masturbation. Oh gosh, these words. Oh, they're just, oh yeah. I just basically, like, I just distanced myself from God. And it's like I knew he was always there, which made it even worse in a way. I was like, bruh, <laughs> this this God of, of, of mine is, is looking at me and I'm doing this and this. And then that was the beginning. In the midst of that, like, in the at the darkest of the darkest days, I didn't even care about that. I didn't even, I forgot about God. And that's when I knew, yeah, I have to get out of this. <laughs> if I don't feel any remorse... That's how I know the devil's got me in a chokehold. Like, I need to go now because this is, you know, when pressure is at its highest and it's like the the glass is going to break. That's how I felt. Like, warning, warning, ding, 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 ding. That's, I said, yeah, we got to (laughs) go. Baby, we got to leave this place. Um, It wasn't good. Like, I was, um, as many of you know, like, me and Ash should live together and 
we didn't see each other. Well, I didn't see her, and that was on purpose. Like, it was on purpose, but I didn't clock how bad it was until I got out of all that darkness and all that. Yeah, my mental health was just not great. I didn't speak to anybody. Like, I spoke to people, but it was like there was no substance there. People would be like, "How are you? Yeah, I'm great." <laughs> Nobody knew, but that's my fault. It's not like I, I expected anybody to come in shining armor, be like, hello, hi, we need to get you out. Like, no. Even one thing you mentioned, like you said, yeah, you were just patient and you were just there, like playing the waiting game and praying for me. That's what I appreciate a lot looking back because nothing could, like, no, no one could persuade me to come back. Do you know what I mean? It was only God and it was only people's prayers. <laughs> so I know you were praying for me. Anybody else that was praying for me in that season, thank you. Lord, I thank you for your saints. <laughs> but yeah, I really appreciated the fact that you just let me do my thing and you were, you had hope in God and trust in God. Like, yeah, she's getting out of this. It, it's not, maybe not tomorrow, but maybe in a few weeks time maybe in a few months time um and yeah i just thank god that it didn't last any longer than a few months time as well that's a testimony in itself do you know what i mean like once you know what it feels like to reach bottom of the bottom then you know how how good god is mm-hmm. and how much of a blessing your life is mm-hmm. just being able to to read the bible like it's so beautiful and that's even a testimony within that as well like I really struggled to get back on my feet because I used to compare and contrast the way that I used to be like a, a few months before that a few months before I really suffered you know what I mean so back then if I reflect it's like yeah, every day was a sermon day every day was a bible day every day was an intercession day every day was fellowship day do you know what I mean every day was just spent very intentionally with God and that was like that was my highest mm-hmm. and then at my lowest I really compared myself and I was like oh I can never get back to that and then even though I said to myself like yeah I'm going to take baby steps those steps were not baby steps they were really milliliter steps mm-hmm. millimeter steps <laughs> that you couldn't see any progress until one day I just kind of woke up and I can't give advice on how to wake up I can't actually tell you what how I done it what kind of steps you can take what principles you can use and stuff and remember what verse got me out of it I have no idea potentially because my memory is bad (laughs) (laughs) but also because I don't think there's there is a way to to describe for that everyone can use it's not like a guide that everyone can just yeah 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 these are the steps and I'll, I'll be fine with God again like it's it's quite different to that um, and so I'm sorry that I can't do that but um, I just remember like yeah one day just waking up and being like okay cool we need to we need to get back on get back on job <laughs> get back to our daily life like I think um, some of it could be like looking at everybody around you but then even then I don't even know if that really helped that much I think sometimes it just even put me down uh, worse and worse but going back to the t- the testimony um, that I was even going to mention like just being able to read the bible again properly is crazy to me like mm. from the 1st of January I said okay cool I'm going to be very intentional but I'm not gonna I'm not trying to burn myself out because mm. that's very easy to do but I said you know what like let me be intentional I started the bible in a year thing I just saw it I just found it in one of my emails I was like oh, okay I don't even know like who this guy is I forgot subscribing to his emails but 
he sends me emails all the time like i mean to all his like fans or whatever mm. supporters and i just saw it and i was like oh bible in a year yeah okay mm. and it wasn't even like the first of january it was like the fifth or something and i was mm-hmm. like yeah yeah yeah, cool five days that won't stop me calm like let's do it and i started it and today i think i'm on like day 67 or something mm. and it's not it's hefty you know what i mean like in comparison to what I used to do, I struggled to read a chapter a day. Now I'm doing three, four, five a day. Like it's mad. Man. You see me shining on the Bible app. I'm there. It's crazy how much knowledge and wisdom like God can really just input into you. Mm. <laughs> like the downloads I've been receiving is crazy. Even though don't don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. I'm I'm still lacking in my prayer life and I'm still lacking in other areas, but reading the word i think tyler mentioned it one day when he was here he said like reading the word is like eating food like Mm -hmm. to go to the gym which is prayer you need something in your stomach otherwise you're gonna faint Mm -hmm. otherwise you're not gonna last otherwise whatever you do is not gonna do anything if you go to the gym without eating and you're trying to gain (laughs) muscle (laughs) my friend forget about it Mm -hmm. yeah so reading the word has helped me a lot and I just yeah I want to thank God for this amazing testimony because it's just so crazy to me that I was even able to keep it consistent Mm. because that's one thing that I lack in life consistency (laughs) 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 for real like uh it's um it's crazy consistency is hard it's always been hard for me to keep up with but I thank God for for keeping this one um but yeah that's that's me Wow, wow. Hey, testimony again. <laughs> Let me give you the trophy for that one because <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you so much for firstly being so transparent. And even just the fact that you're like, this is subjective to you. This is, um, you know, it's personal to you. So you can't come and copy this into someone else's life, but they'll gain inspiration and they'll gain anything that God is telling them about themselves through you, through mm-hmm. your testimony. And I thank God for your life as well, because you're going to use that testimony to set mm-hmm. many other people free. And that's that's one reason as to why you may have gone through that, because God knows that, you know, when you speak of this, mm-hmm. many people are going through similar or maybe different, but there's things that everyone can pull out from there. Everyone can pull mm-hmm. out from there, as in not one person can listen to your testimony and say, I don't relate in any any sort of way. I, I love that fact and I love that it will continue to um, break chains for people. So continue speaking your words, speaking your truth. And yeah, keep on shining, sis, because you're glowing. You're Aww. glowing and it's only up from here. So we thank, thank God. And um, yeah, I, I was even thinking, like while you're speaking, I was just thinking about the fact that you were mentioning how, you know, there's not many things that can kind of make your mental health better or um, bring you closer to God than God himself mm-hmm. and I was thinking um, while you're speaking like why is that and it's always the idea of it being his love that draws us near and it, the reason I said his love is because his love is unconditional mm-hmm. and the love I show you I try to make it unconditional but it's not unconditional mm-hmm. because I'm only human and it, the same goes for family for friends for your community for the church for your pastor for your mentor anyone at all they cannot show you that love mm-hmm. and it, it kind of made me deep how amazing God is because it's like he gives you free will but mm-hmm. like you said he was there and yes it may have 
feel annoying at times knowing he's always there but at the end of the day that's actually what draws you closer and I was just thinking about even times when I've been distant from the Lord and the only reason I'm distant from God is actually because I don't think he loves me that kind of shows with everything in life and I think many of us well I've seen this with myself the reason I said I always forget that he loves me and that's the reason I I go far (laughs) I run away in the opposite direction is because I think a few of us are me sometimes I'll forget that everything comes from love and that maybe in a day or maybe in a week when I'm not praying it's because in a certain situation I don't think God is there or I don't think he's with me with something or I don't think he's for me and therefore if he's not for me then he must be against me (laughs) and then I'm basically saying he doesn't love me do you know what I mean like everything goes back to that and I think um one thing I wanted to touch on is like you know if you ever like go through something like that just try and remind yourself of God's love and not even try and um, do anything of like uh, like works wise like let me try and be this person or let me try and create this person because right now you're not that person and you kind of have to admit that to yourself you have to admit I'm not at that point so I can't just you know it gets to a point where you have to kind of force it but I, I don't think you should force all of it I think it should come from a place of loving him knowing you're loved and then saying okay I'm gonna do this for you it's not okay I'm gonna do this for you Lord like do you understand this use like, it as motivation use it as motivation and say okay I want to I want to do this for you. And I think um, that's definitely helped me with my life. Yeah, something that um, Jackie Hill Perry even said that stuck out for me was that she was saying that when we don't latch on to the fact that God is actually sinless, that he is holy, you tend to treat him as if he has the potential to sin against you. So whenever (laughs) we kind of forget he's holy, we kind of think, oh, he's like a human. He can do exactly what someone else can do. And we forget how unconditional his love is. Going back to what I was saying in the beginning, I mean, it just, everything comes from his love. And the only thing that will draw you closer is his love. And what is good is when people show his love. Yes, I will never fault that. And I will never say that doesn't help. But, you know, kindness, patience, honesty, all these things, all these attributes, even listed in the word, they will present some sort of godliness to the person. But it's not the ultimate reason why they're coming back. It's never the ultimate reason. So yeah, just thank you for sharing that. And I think that's even blessed me so much, so much to just know how how much he loves us, how much he cares for us and how much he is our father. But yeah, that's that. That's all I could say to that because, wow, you've really blessed us today. So deep. Oh, wow. I could say the same for you, man. Like, thank you so much for that as well. Thank you for being transparent and sharing your testimonies as well. And I really like how you give more than just what, you know, you think. I don't know, it's just beautiful the way that you speak sometimes. Like, you just give us everything that we need. I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I'm feeling that way and I hope you guys are feeling the same. <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> um, but I even just wanted to ask you about when you were saying how you kind of distance yourself sometimes from God's love. Mm. Why do you think that happens? Mm. I don't know if you've mentioned it, but if you have, maybe you can kind of go into more detail about that. Like, why do you think because I, I can't, I don't think I can tell with you that much when that happens. Mm. I don't even know if you want to go into the last time it happened. No, lovely question. I love that question. It's even going to help me. Um, just because, yeah, to answer this question, I kind of answered it in the last one. But like you said, I can definitely say more. The reason why I'm saying I answered it in the last question is because when I do distance from the Lord, it is because I forget he loves me. That's the reason, but it's like 
what kind of makes me forget his love? What mm. kind of shows me that he doesn't love me or makes me think that he doesn't love me? Mm. I think that's what I need to get into. And I would say you said, you know, is it do you wanna do I wanna explain a time maybe recently that has happened? I would say this happens all the time. Now I wouldn't say daily, but I would say definitely weekly. Mm. Uh definitely weekly where I have moments where I'm like, actually I probably would say daily. Um the reason I say daily is because there's many things around me that kind of trigger me and they make me think he doesn't love me. Mm. And I mean this in a way where everything in my life um, is there to kind of, I like to to see my life as an act of worship to the Lord. I like to present everything to him as worship to him and sacrifice. So when it kind of comes back to me as something that's, you know, it's not presenting good results. Mm. Um, for example, if my bank account is in <laughs> overdraft, if my um my assignment comes back I've I've flopped or something. If my um my friend comes back and they're like, you know, you hurt me today, like you said this and this and this to me. There's so many different things that can happen, even just with like personal things with me, like um uh, maybe the way someone kind of acts towards me, like maybe if you were to say something rude to me one day or does it happen guys Come on. I'm giving examples like if you were to be like kind of moody with me one day or if my mom like if my mom kind of was quite angry at me one day all these things kind of change my perspective on the Lord and I'm trying to work on that to try and not let it be you know so frequent that I put it in the same <laughs> basket as category. the Lord's yeah in the same category as the Lord's love like because that's not him firstly yeah. It's just natural for me to do it, which it shouldn't be. And uh, God forbid, it's not going to be in the future. Mm. But um, it's become natural for me to kind of put it in that way because of the fact that I said I like worshipping him with everything I do. And I'm going to go back to that because it shows that, you know, if I do something to worship him, like, for example, uni work, if I'm um, giving him that as a sacrifice and I put my all, I think it's my best. And it comes back. I'm like, OK, you don't love me. I don't love you. Something's going on here that's like, do you know what I mean? And then that makes me think if something's going wrong, like I just think I can't be good enough for you. Like everything just reminds me I'm not good enough, which I'm not. None of us are. Mm -hmm. But that's the point. <laughs> that's actually the point. And we never will be. So I think like these things in life, they will be there to kind of remind you that you can never be enough without him. But that's why he's there to complete you. And the completion is not by your works. It's not by <laughs> you doing something, worshipping him. Even that, it's not by that. It's by his love. So I would say, I think I've answered the question, but I think I'm trying to answer the question. I would say what distances me from him is always me thinking I'm not good enough. You know this about me. I'm my biggest, my biggest critic like is myself. An issue I have that is also seen as maybe a good thing on earth is that I don't care about others' opinions. But that's only because I only care about mine. <laughs> that's only because I care about I only care about mine. Don't put trust in a man. That's a verse in the Bible. Amen. Don't put trust in no Amen. man. Do you understand? But um it's also like, why do you think of yourself in that way? Why do you critique yourself so much? Why do you look in the mirror and think this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong? Why are you like that? I'm speaking to myself here. Um, I do it with everything. And I think those things, it's been because of my childhood, because of the way I've been brought up, 
many different experiences. Um, even the fact that I lost my father at a young age, there's part of me that's missing this sort of um, affirmation. I'm missing some sort of affirmation that is needed for a child to have from a father. It's needed for a daughter, especially sometimes when I don't want to be sexist, but like, you know, daughters need their fathers around. And I think because of that, I'm always in constant... Um, in a constant cycle of kind of saying you need to do better you need to do this because I've never had someone tell me I'm enough and not to say my mum has never never done that for me but maybe she didn't do it enough maybe she did my mum's beautiful guys best person in the world but you know um all of us are human and I think that's the point here I can't make my parent God. I can't make my mom God. She is not God. And therefore, these things are actually turning me back to the only person that can show me this love. But now in these moments, I forget that. And it reminds me of the times that I was at when I was a child, the times where I didn't get that affirmation in that point or that time where my mom did discipline me in a way that maybe... I saw it as not loving and maybe it was condemning because it wasn't from the Lord. It was from a human being. Um, all these things, all these ways of growing up in a school where everyone looks different in your teenage years, your eyes, you just look at everyone like they're so much better than you. Just naturally, you're always comparing yourself. All these things, um, even speaking to guys, like I'll be speaking to guys and I'm just like, no, like, yeah, no. <laughs> we don't even need to get into that too tough. But you guys know what I mean by experiences throughout your life you know men around you women around you all of that every single kind of person around you will just kind of make you feel like you're not good enough um instagram social media makes you feel like you're not good enough all these things um in life make you think you're not good enough and therefore i forget that god loves me and that he has made me enough that i am enough by his love Mm -hmm as in Jesus was sent down for me, Mm -hmm. that he died on the cross for me because I am enough. Mm -hmm. That's just crazy to me. And having that revealed to me every day is needed. And I would never say, you know, it only happens once in a while. And yes, you won't see it because I'm a good actor. I'm I'm a good actress even. Um, I'm a very good actress. I don't think I'll change that one. (laughs) I don't think I want to change that one. God forbid. But yeah, I have these thoughts back and forth recently. It's become better. So I'd, I'd even encourage you guys. Um, I'm definitely growing in this. And I'd say it's become better because I've been asking God, what do you see? Um, what do you think of me? And whenever I do get a fear, whenever I do get an insecurity, I think, what do you say? And um, what do you say about this? Um, and his perspective is crazy. <laughs> it will shock you. It will humble you. It will put you on your knees. You will forget about pitting yourself. Oh, that will go out the window and you will begin to worship and praise. You will begin to say, oh, this is me. Like you'll begin to shine and you'll begin to be that daughter or son that you were always supposed to be, you know. So, yeah, I'd even just encourage you guys. Um, I did something um, mid-January. I'm, I'm still doing it now, but um, it was a sort of fast, but it wasn't fasting for food. And I was fasting from my insecurities and my fears. And this meant that anything that came my way that almost looked like it was good and looked like it was from the Lord. So, yes, put in discernment, put in prayer there. <laughs> you know, just I'm just adding that quickly. Side note. Just to know, don't take everything and run with it. Mm-hmm. But what this meant for me when I was fasting from my fears and insecurities 
any opportunities or anything that was said to me, any compliment, because I'm really bad with compliments, guys, <laughs> really bad. So any compliment, any um, sort of encouragement, anything that came my way, I had to take it with two full hands and kind of run with it, kind of um, accept it as me, accept it as whole. With the fears and insecurities, if I heard something that was for me, like an opportunity, guys, I write poems, I write spoken word. If I had an opportunity to kind of speak on that, or do something along those lines, I had to say yes. So this <laughs> this helped me so much because it just meant that I was no longer bound to fear, no longer bound to my insecurities. The enemy had no hold on me. Amen. In Jesus' name, has no hold on us. Amen. <laughs> so um, I would really encourage you guys to do that even for the whole year because, like I said, it's still a fast. Um, you don't need to stop eating. It's literally just stop being scared. Um, and now it's got to a point where... I don't even think I think that much. Like, I don't even get that insecure. So it will become your nature to know who you are. It will become natural to respond in a way where you're not acting out of your insecurities. You're not Mm -hmm. acting out in fear. But yeah, that's what I would say to you guys. And just to even finish that question, the only reason I run away from the Lord, the only reason I ever distance from the Lord, stop praying, stop communicating, stop anything with him, is because of the fact that I think I'm not good enough, which is truth. But I forget that he has made me enough. And I, therefore, I forget that he loves me. Yeah. So that's how I would respond to that. But hmm, Ciao. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for being so transparent. You really gave us a big piece of your life, a big piece of who you are and what you've conquered as well. And um, even just your thought process, it's so refreshing to hear. Like it's different and it's very real. It's very like, yeah. You can tell she didn't make this up. She didn't. You didn't sugarcoat anything. So yeah, I want to commend you for that, and I want to thank you for that. And guys, I really just I pray that you're listening, mm. that you're listening very intently. Um, and I even just want to pray over you, like if you can relate to these things to our stories of falling down, of um, of having fear, of having doubt. Maybe if you're struggling with your with your journey with God right now. Um, I really just pray for for clarity in your life, that God will will speak to you directly and say, daughter, son, my child, come back to me, come back to me now, and that you will have the strength and the peace to come back to God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And yes, I just want to thank you like for covering so much. I'm not going to get into every single thing because time time is running but yeah like what you said is beautiful and even the advice that you gave us is is very good so i hope you guys really take that on board like everything that astrid said take that to god pray about it as she said like continue to affirm yourself in christ in god in who he is and who you are and make sure that yeah you're praying against the attacks of the enemy that Mm -hmm. you put on God's armor Mm -hmm. so that his arrows, that the devil's arrows will not strike you. They they won't even hurt you a tiny bit. They won't even come near you. They will bounce straight um, from your armor. So, so yeah, before I end this episode, because, wow, I really enjoyed today. Like, honestly, I enjoy every podcast episode, but today was really real. Like, we really got down. Mm -hmm. We did it. (laughs) We got down and dirty. Mm -hmm. 
actually clean. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. That's um, poetic. Oh, you know, I get it from you. Your talents just rub off of me. You know I mean, <laughs> no, sometimes I, I can shine for that one second. Yeah. But yeah, before I round off, did you want to add anything? Yeah. Um, no, thank you for that prayer, Frosty. I tapped into that one. <laughs> I tapped into that one. But um, just to encourage someone, I was even reminded of a verse in Hosea. And just to give some context, he was um, marrying, uh, Jose is a man, and he married a woman who was a prostitute. And this prostitute um, ended up divorcing him after God told them that they were supposed to be together, divorcing him. And then she went back to her old ways. There's a verse when she leaves and God says this. So it's God speaking, basically. And he says, therefore, behold, I will allure her will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfort to her. I just feel like this is for someone here, um, whoever's listening and whoever has forgotten the fact that he is drawing you closer and calling you closer to him with comfort, with ease, with love. Um, I believe he's speaking directly to you. I honestly think there's something that you've forgotten that about the way he he even comforts you about the way he seeks you out about the way he delights in you and the reason i'm saying you is because it's someone it's someone specific and the reason i want to continue saying you is because he is personal he delights in you and you not only in everyone but in you in a specific way and i believe right now he's trying to call you closer to him not with a shove not with a push but with love he's stretching out his hand like a father like like someone that you love you know like someone that you desire and he's saying, you know, just come here. I'm going to comfort you. Um, I need you. I love you. And yeah, I just want to speak that over someone's life. Just as she prayed, I believed God is, maybe it is for a few people, but all of you guys can have it, to be honest. Amen. But I believe there's someone here that just needs to be reminded of the fact that he's personally searching for you. He's personally reaching out to you. And you cannot go far enough for him to not reach you. He will always, always reach you wherever you are. So yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. And like she said, we've been transparent. We've been trying to do what we can do. But um, this has been a very nice discussion of just, you know, life, just mm. life, just a little bit of us. And I even hope it makes you kind of get to know us more, you know, build that foundation with you guys. So, you know, it can become more interactive. You can DM us all the time, all the time, you know, do whatever you need to do. Send us an email at Imprint Church, of course. Well, amen. Thank mm. you for sharing that as well. Um. And yeah, guys, like if you don't um, also know the story of the prodigal son, I really urge you to, to, to read that in the Bible, to research it and to see what that means and even ask God um, about it. Because I know that when I was down in the dumps, that um, that story really did help me. Um, even just it being mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah. Because you just gain new revelations every time you read the word. And we thank God for that. Mm-hmm. And we thank God for this podcast and mm-hmm. you guys listening, um, you guys supporting. And I really just pray that you tap into everything that we've said and all the prayers and even what Astrid just said um, there at the end. If you're listening, listen close, <laughs> open your ears. And yeah, once again, thank you guys so, so much for listening to our conversations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all. Um, God bless you all. I pray that your week is blessed. Amen. I pray that you feel the love of the Lord. You feel the love from us. You feel the love everywhere. And yeah, God bless you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.